1: And welcome to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, your credit score, and its impact on your getting a loan informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abnp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Aladio Medina is president of Kinetic Consulting Group, working with various technologies for over 36 years. He started his career at CCH Computax in 1983 and was introduced to an early model of the IBM PC to determine how to best utilize this new technology. In 1986, Aladio joined Douglas Furniture, where he remained for 22 years until the company closed in 2008. That same year, Kinetic Consulting Group was founded. Aladio has done programming, systems, and workflow analysis that helped him service his customers from a wide variety of industries, such as financial, manufacturing, medical, and legal, to name a few. But his greatest asset is his desire to establish strong relationships with his customers. These bonds build trust that Eladio takes very seriously and gives customers the assurance that he's looking out for their best interests when it comes to new and existing technologies to benefit their businesses. So welcome to the show, Eladio.
2: Hi, Candy. Great to be here. I'm so
1: glad you're here. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a great show today.
2: Yeah, I I, uh, look forward to this uh, for a while now.
1: Well, what I want to do, obviously, I've given a little bit of background on yourself, but tell me a little bit more about your background and how you became an IT professional.
2: Well, it all started back when I, uh, I was just about to get into high school. Um, my brother uh, had just finished a few years before uh, I did. I, I got on board and he told me about a class that was unique in in our high school system in Florida. Um there was a data processing class that was a two elective course that was done every day. And he convinced me to take it because he kind of understood that I was a good tinkerer and so forth. And I, I took the class and even though I wasn't really paying much attention, it seemed like I was a natural for it. And uh, later on, as, as you know, uh, I graduated from uh, high school um, I had the equivalent of a bachelor's degree with all the time and training that I had over there. And, and the state of Florida actually recognized that I had the equivalent of that, but I just didn't go through college. And uh, so, but and then I had, to, I had to move here to California and thus ended up being, you know, uh, having to start all over again. And so I went to a community college, took the classes again, which reinforced everything before going on to Computex and getting hired on there. Uh, from there, I was introduced to the IBM PC, and uh, that was the strange new machine that uh, later became, you know, the, the, the uh, driving force for CPAs that were processing tax returns and sending them over to, to big mainframes and getting their paperwork back to being able to, uh, perform those tax returns on smaller distributed computers and providing a quicker turnaround for their customers. Uh, later on, I went on to Douglas and Douglas taught me a whole new way of thinking as far as workflow processes. you know. And we, we did something unique, which most IT departments never did was Not only analyze a process like, for example, logistics, when we were trying to ship product out, but actually live it. I went out and loaded trucks uh, with furniture in order to fully understand what the worker was doing and then program, not to take away jobs, but make their job so efficient they can do more in less time. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, that's what I brought about the, uh, the process to, the, uh, to where I am today.
1: Right. And I know that your company is a managed service provider. So what does that really mean?
2: Okay. Um, managed service provider is uh, a derivative of what's called managed services. And that's a uh, practice of outsourcing on proactive basis, certain processes and functions intended to improve operations and cut expenses. So companies that, that uh, you know, just like if you have a, a um, legal services and so forth, you go out and get those people to, to help you out with certain aspects. Uh, managed services does this. And then uh, we can go in there. Uh, IT companies can provide services like monitoring your server uh, to see if, if hard drives starting to fail or... The CPU is running too hard. And then we can do that on a proactive basis and go in there and take a look as to why before you even notice it. I've had cases where I've showed up to a customer site before the owner gets there. When they arrive, they go, what are you doing here? I go, your server's down. I need to get in there and take a look at it. so sort they're of like, wow, you know, uh, I, I did, wasn't even aware. But that's just one little inkling of what we can do.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I know I can say I am using your service too and having you monitoring everything for me, making sure that, you know, the servers up and running, if anything goes offline, you can take care of it, you know, for me so that we can be efficient when we come to work. So, I'm very thankful to have you as part of my team. Thank but you. But I want to just ask you then too, what do you recommend a small business owner do when they realize that they have technology issues, but they don't know exactly what they need to run their business effectively?
2: Well, this is a dilemma a lot of business owners uh, get themselves into. Uh, Especially in this day and age, many uh, business owners are a little tech savvy, but there's a whole new realm, a different realm of, of technology that they're not prone to be aware of uh, you know for example uh, i have a customer that's in manufacturing at a specific industry they know that industry they know the ins and outs and how that works but uh, they also know you know uh the the personal computer they know that computer and how to use the use the computer but do they know and understand the The intricacies, when you add a device into the system, does it affect other systems? That's where we come in because we will look at what you're doing and then say, oh, well you need to add this or you can't do that without affecting something else on the network. And I've been on cases where I've gone in and they have this system and someone told them that they had a server which actually was a workstation souped up to be a server. And when they had a, another upgrade of their software, the software vendor says, you need to have these requirements and that server didn't meet that, that those requirements. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck in a in process. So that's where an IT consultant or an uh, IT professional uh, becomes a, a, an important factor to a business in helping the business be more efficient.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and then how does an entrepreneur win to actually hire an IT professional? You know, they're trying to run their company themselves. They think they can handle things. But now it's like, at what point do they really say, whether it's an in-house or an external person, when do they know it's really time to get a professional?
2: Okay, so uh, some businesses... When they start off small, they they uh, essentially connect one or two PCs together, and so forth. But when you start getting three, four, five, six, and beyond, you start uh, you you still are trying to think of in the same simplicity as when you had a single machine. So um, there's a couple of things that we would go through and, and say, you know, like if if you have a computer project or a series of projects that need to be completed and are outside the scope of what you actually know, uh, that's one aspect. Any of these that I, I can recite, uh, if you say yes, you you need an IT professional. You know, uh, are you about to implement an, a new piece of technology into your business, but don't know where to begin or how it, it'll affect you? That's an, uh, uh, an important point. What about the technology requires, uh, you know, that requires certifications like HIPAA compliance, SOX uh, or PCI compliance. Those are things that, that go beyond the scope of someone who normally can just look at a PC and say, oh, I know how to run a PC. Uh, maintaining and monitoring the, the computers and servers. Do they understand what they need to look at? Uh, do they have the time to, uh, to pay attention to that? Current technologies are always aging. So you don't have, you know, you don't have the, the time or the experience to look at what's next or what you need to do to replace them. Um, there are other uh, things that, that uh, are out there, but uh, those are just some of the points that you would need to look at and, and determine, um, you know, if any of those are up in place. Do you need uh, an IP professional? Definitely in that case.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and you were just talking about, you know, software that's aging and, and things like that, or, you know, things are always updated. So I want to throw out there, too, for those who are using Windows 7, which I know is going to lose support very quickly, you know, what should be considered for the operating system? Or does that require more analysis based on that particular business?
2: Um, well, what I've been doing with my customer base is, and I've been prioritizing with those that are regulated and need to have, uh, uh, their systems up to date, you know, before January, uh, before or right on January, uh, is looking at their, their systems based on the age of the system and what are the components within the machines that allows them to upgrade, uh, we would have to make that decision as to whether we upgrade the machine from a Windows 7 machine to a Windows 10 machine if they have the components necessary, or we actually swap out and replace. I, I just did uh, a customer uh, yesterday that actually had to replace their entire uh, uh, you know, in network infrastructure of workstations because they, were, they would not have been HIPAA compliant uh, based on the security uh, flaws that would may occur after January, we went ahead and upgraded their systems. I have another customer that uh, we're, it's almost a hybrid. Uh, we're, we're upgrading several machines that qualify for that and uh, other machines that are outright being replaced. It really comes down to, you know, what make and model and CPU, memory, hard drive, stuff like that, that come into play that allows us to do that.
1: Right. There's so much, again, that needs to be considered. So as a small business owner, you know, often we have so many other things to be worried about that this is not something that takes our priority, you know, and we're focused on. So having someone again, whether it's an internal or an external IT professional to understand what's going on is really helpful.
2: Yeah, we, you know, one of the things that happens with businesses that we is that, um, and I've seen it, and, and, and this is where I'm, I'm not just a consultant that's been you know, on, on the outside the fence, looking at a customer and the customer looks at me as a vendor. I was on the customer side for 22 years and I still experienced it as an in-house IT professional where sometimes the business owners uh, operate and don't take IT as seriously a component of their, uh, you know, success as, let's say, sales and marketing. Um, they, they, they don't incorporate what, what efficiencies that we can bring about that helps them be more efficient, more effective. Uh, than other uh, other competitors and so forth. So mm-hmm. that's what what we do, and the way uh, Kinetic uh, tries to um, put into uh, a, a relationship, we we try to establish such a relationship that we're integral part of their business. We uh, come in with ideas. I have one one customer who gladly says. Eladio, if you have anything that you see new that kind of applies to me, that's I, I, let me know. You know, I want, I want to hear from you. And that's what we want to hear is the ability to go in there and uh, be able to assist and find new ways that they may not have considered mm-hmm. to help
1: them. Right. Well, actually, it's time to take a break. So when we come back... We'll continue to chat with Aladio about working with an IT professional. You're listening to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at aband dp.com call us today have peace of mind tonight have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
3: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: You are listening to BizHelp For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at A-B-A-N-D-P Now, back to BizHelp for You.
1: Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Eladio Medina told us about his background and how he got into assisting entrepreneurs with their technology. Now, let's learn about the pros and cons of in-house or external IT support. So, Eladio, can you touch on the pros and cons of hiring an in-house specialist?
2: Okay, uh, in-house specialist, again, uh, I have, I've had experience in this because I was in that side uh, and working as a, an IT professional, in uh, uh, several businesses. So one of the things that, that uh, helps is when, when you have a, a, a set of computers, you're running 40 or more of them, and, and it's, it's a sizable installation, then um, an in-house specialist is good for this. Uh, also connecting computer, uh, you know, to the culture of that business, because the IT professional is there, uh, they become part of the business culture. They, they understand the lingo. They'll understand the players. Who, who are the people in the office? And they'll understand the strengths and weaknesses of each individual uh, and are able to forecast what may be needed into the future because they're constantly living in that environment and they'll hear the pitfalls and so forth. That was one of the things that I brought to the table uh, Where in my experience at Douglas, I, you know, I not only observed how people did work, but I also uh, watched how those uh, processes flowed and, you know, automatically started thinking, uh, you know, I don't know if it's in the DNA of an IT professional, but they started looking at, at the stuff and saying, oh, there's, there's a better way of doing that uh, or something of that nature. So having that, being a part of that culture is very important. Um, you know, as an IT professional, you also look at who's your customer. Your customer is the employees in the company and the business as whole. It's your only customer. You look out for them, you uh, uh, protect them, you help them in every way possible uh, providing the service that you do. Uh, again, this is the model that occurs and sometimes the business owners um don't realize it uh, i recall one moment where my boss got a uh a call from one of the owners of the company and says you know i don't understand why we need a radio here in the office you know uh, and, and he just had no idea because everything seemed to be running normally and he thought like i'm just twiddling my thumbs well a particular instance occurred where he needed a new laptop And that was during a time where, you know, nobody understood what laptops were. My boss told him to come to me and I will go get him one and we'd go over it. So we went over the process. We acquired a laptop. I had him sit in my office an entire day working and tinkering with the laptop so he would understand. And then he fully grasped what I did. And, And the whole concept was that. The reason he wasn't hearing complaints about the computers and so forth was because I was constantly keeping everybody up to date and making sure that the problems never got beyond you know the IT department right. and so that's a constant back and forth that's one of the pros of being on site all the time being there the cons are you know especially and this is segmented more for the small medium-sized businesses. Um, you know, an IT professional full time is very costly. Benefits. Uh, there's. It's a competitive uh, uh, industry where, uh, I, especially in this day and age, IT professionals can bounce from one company to another to another. So you don't. You may not have longevity with them uh, as they used to be. Um, and of course, if you need to cut back on hours, IT professionals are you know, are always in constant demand, so they're, they're not going to choose a part-time uh, job mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, so given that, also small business uh, comp- uh, SMBs don't necessarily need all that attention um, that an in-house service uh, provides uh, because they're not as complex. The, the, the infrastructure is more simplistic, but... They just don't have that expertise, but it's still too costly with, with all the benefits and everything that has to come in. The salaries are very high. Um, you know, when when an IT guy leaves, retraining could be a headache because, mm. uh, you know, you have a short window to teach a very complex system, uh, you know, to a new person that's coming in and the, the outgoing IT guy is more focused on what's coming next than what's on on
1: the plate right and not just the retraining but the finding the right person right so if if someone leaves and you don't mm-hmm. have their replacement yet and you're dependent on someone in your office you know keeping everything running smoothly that could be a problem definitely definitely so for the business then that realizes an in-house IT specialist is just not in the budget or they just don't really have that need yet and they're thinking of an external IT consultant what would be the pros and cons of hiring them
2: Hi. Hey, well, for IT consultants that are uh, external, um, the the services you, you you only you can go two ways. You can go either having a managed service provider that uh, proactively works with you on a retainer basis monthly. Uh, you come in or quarterly, depending on how you structure the the services. Uh, They'll come in and they'll work on your systems and maintain them and so forth. I'd like to do a a step more, which is just not coming in and doing stuff, but to establish that bond and relationship such that I know the owner, I know their people so that we can, you know, if if something comes up, they feel comfortable that I am part of their business. Uh, One of the great compliments was a customer of mine that, uh, was celebrating their 75th anniversary of the business and they were they, every, every employee got a 75 uh, 75th anniversary mug. And I happened to be there that day to work on some pro, uh, uh, programming and the, the, uh, my contact comes over and gives me a mug and uh, I'm like, what, what are you giving me this for? And he goes, because you're part of the company. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, that's a high compliment because they feel like I'm part of their, their business. Uh, so, right. you know, you, you have that um, you, the other part is more like break fix. You only pay for what you need. And this is where, you know, some companies choose, Hey, you know, i i uh, I'm, I want this relationship, but right now I can't afford a retainer. Uh, but I do need where if something comes up, I can rely on you to come in. You be my guy to come and fix my stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you get highly spe- uh, uh, specialized help. Usually like what I would do is I will, sp- uh, if if I'm assigning a tech to a particular cons- customer, if, if that tech aligns with some of the stuff that industry is in, then that person becomes more of the, uh, primary contact with the customer so you get that specialization um you we also have multi-exposure this is a great one because it it applies to you candy i had a customer uh, obviously one of the things that you do really really well uh which again you taught me because i was there working with you was you're an accounting firm you have many uh customers and You utilize a piece of software that I had not been exposed to that allows you to to consolidate multiple banking accounts and use only one set of check stock. Very Mm -hmm. efficient, very saving. Well, I went to a totally different customer, totally different industry, a law firm that happens to have multiple escrow bank accounts and they have check stock for each one of those. I'm sitting there looking at it and I asked them, you know, have you ever thought of this software to consolidate your, your uh, uh, you know, check stock so that you only have one and you save so much money? Blew the guy's mind. He was like, I never thought of that. Didn't know about that. And so we implemented it. Now he's got a savings on something just as simple as that. Uh, and in that it actually created a greater bond with us mm-hmm. um, you know so we, we we can also you know also as a, uh, an external IT consultant you're ramping up new technologies you can have us come in and you know go uh, and help implement that technology we can talk to the people that are that that are supporting creating that technology or bringing that technology into the phone and we can do what's called the tech speak. Now, when I say we, I mean IT and professional, IT consultants out of a whole, not just kinetic. But right. um, this is one of the things that, that we can bring, in, bring about. We can talk in a language that also the uh, customer does not necessarily understand and we can speed up the process more efficiently. The cons, right. well, on the other hand,
1: yeah, I was going to say there's cons. Obviously, there's always pros right. and cons. So, what would be the cons?
2: The cons, uh, unfortunately, are things like um, because we have not one to one customer, uh, you know, or single customer. We have various customers. Sometimes it, we 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 have to evaluate as as a IT company uh, the level of of importance as far as or severity is better word choice of words or emergency <laughs> um, yeah emergencies level of, of severities and that and that, and that uh, the word emergency is speculative
0: <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs>
2: uh, you know every customer calls they have an emergency but it's like uh i have a uh you know customer calls and says hey i can't scan to uh, to my computer uh, the printer's not, or the multifunction printer's not printing, uh, scanning to my computer. And then I have another customer says, my computer's down and we can't get checks out for our employees. Well, you know, both of them have quote unquote emergencies, but we as IT professionals, even this is the same thing as being in the office itself as as an uh, uh, an in-house IT professional. The same thing happens in the office. We're going to go, you know, the check one needs to get out first. Then we can check out this one individual's issue that's individualistic. Uh, Same thing. We will apply the same concept is, okay, which one is the worst one out of the two that affects the most? That's the one we would go to first. So we may not be able to be as responsive as an in-house professional. Mm -hmm. Um. We also may not be as familiar with the uh, culture and needs of the, the customer because we're not always there, we're not living it, we're not being. It's kind of the opposite of the in-house because we're only there a short time. And some IT companies don't put the effort to establish relationships uh, as much as others. Um, and of course, uh, ITs are regulated to secondary status and not part of companies' future planning. When we're out of sight, out of mind, it's already bad enough when you're an IT professional that's on site and things are working so well that when, when the ownership decides to meet about future plans and what they want to do, they, they don't necessarily add us into the mix. It's even worse as an external company. It's mm-hmm. almost like you only call them when there's an issue. Rather than hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Uh, what do you think? Let's toss so it. Come in for this meeting. We're going to be talking about. You know, many a time I've re- received calls from customers where they've already got the stuff on the floor and they just like uh, we don't know what to do with this or how to put it into place. And now I, you know, we have to drop everything, so to speak, to help them get that thing ready.
1: Right. Yep, so there's a lot to consider when determining an in-house or an external, you know, person. Uh, lots, mm-hmm. There's always pros and cons, but, you know, figuring out what those needs are and, you know, looking at both sides is important. So, but believe it or not, it's actually about time to take another quick break. Uh, so be sure to hang around to hear more from Aladio Medina of Kinetic Consulting Group about the use of hardware and technology in business. So we'll be right back after a brief commercial break.
3: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online
2: television?
0: Let us surprise you.
2: Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
0: Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you? Reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight.
3: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: You are listening to BizHelp For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at aband Now, back to BizHelp For You.
1: Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Today, I'm chatting with Aladio Medina of Kinetic Consulting Group. So let's find out a little bit more information from Eladio. So we were just talking right before the break about the pros and cons of hiring, you know, an IT consultant, whether internal or external. So can you just tell us some of the things that we should be looking to find if we are looking for someone?
2: Okay. A um, couple of things that you would look at is, you know, uh, what is the professional's area uh, area of expertise? Um, you know, are they are they specific to you know if you, if you're a law firm are are they more into a legal aspect? That kind of weighs more to you know that ex, uh, that person's abilities to respond and understand that kind of a culture. Um, In house professionals will. Uh, May be well served in certain areas and at times within a specific industry. IT consultants are more exposed to a variety of technologies on a daily basis, so it works to a company's advantage uh, because they reap the benefits of these uh, of these exposures without the expense. So uh, you look and see, depending on the culture and the type of business, you you look to see which kind of what kind of expertise that they have. Um, also, objectivity. Uh, you want an IT professional that's just going to talk to you straight and, and and give you the truth. You don't want a yes person just for the sake of either getting the technology or not. I've had people tell me, "I want to do this and I want to use this," and I'm like, "Nope." And and they they argued with me. Well, why this? And I go, "Because it doesn't. It's just more money that you're throwing over there without the benefits." So. Um, later on, they, they came around to understanding like you were right. You know, I, I see that, that I shouldn't have gone that route, uh, didn't take your advice. So you don't want a yes person. You want somebody who's just going to tell it to you as it is. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what is their experience? Do they have, uh, you know, a lot of background in diverse areas and exposure to different infrastructures and so forth. Um, What have they uh, achieved as far as uh, certifications and degrees? Although I don't necessarily weigh that as high as the experience, Mm
1: -hmm. how much
2: time they've been in the business. Uh, Depending on whether you want someone, you know, obviously salary and so forth for an in-house is measurable based on that experience, but that's something that you can weigh on. Um, you know, based on the industry of that business, has that, uh, professional done any work in that arena and, uh, you know, what kind of work did they do? Uh, how did they experience it? Uh, you know, any success and pitfalls, you want to hear pitfalls also because you get a better understanding. Did they rebound from it or not? Uh, right. At least that's how I would look at it as well. And, of course, you you check for references and so forth. Um, then there's an area of leadership. Uh, is the IT professional a team builder? Is he uh, one that gets either the employees that are around him to work with him? Or is he, like, standoffish and saying, look, I know what I'm doing. You guys don't understand and so forth. You want somebody that wants to empower everybody else to be better, um, right. you know. Again, also being willing to work with others and, and learn from them as well. You taught me a lot of things that I was able to incorporate in other businesses. It helps me, and I and I've shown you some ideas and stuff that were helpful for you as well.
1: Right. Um, well, no and, matter if you know, they're internal or external, they basically just need to be part of your team.
2: Yeah. Yes, and, and and so you you want to be able to determine that and also look at their personality. Are they relatable? Are, do they go, you know, can you see them fitting with the culture that you have in your business? Uh, that's very important because you don't want somebody isolated and, you know, and some techies can be that way, not through their own fault, but it's just the way they spend a lot of time with not, relating with humans, but we're relating with machines that don't talk back or have issues, different moods or anything, you know? And so, yeah, they, they kind of sound off as they say, geekish, but you know, they're, they're just like everybody else.
1: Right. So, Briefly, too, I know I, we don't have you know a whole lot of time left in the show today, but, and I have a few more questions, but one of the questions I did want to ask was, how does an IT person analyze the software and hardware that would be good solutions for a client's needs?
2: Okay. Um, you know, we've, we actually get together, we, we talk about what they're wanting to do, what their objective is, why they want to go that route, and so forth. Then what we do is based on the, what they have uh, currently in place. We evaluate, you know, hey, what do? Is there software already in place that they didn't even weren't aware of that will do the job, and 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 get the job done, or is there something that we need to go? Yeah, we do need to go get new new product and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course uh, uh, in the implementation, you know, we would then look at. Well, if we bring this stuff in, new new stuff in, how does it affect what you have in place? And so we, we really go through that process of determining all that before we, we say, hey, yeah, we go, we don't uh, stay put or fix what we have.
1: Right. Well, I know one of the things that has been an issue for us that I have to make sure works is when software is being upgraded. So can we assume things are just going to work like they did before we upgrade or like what types of issues do we need to be concerned about?
2: It's it's a bit, sometimes it's a little bit of a gamble. Um, Some software actually upgrades. uh, It depends on the vendor and so forth. Uh, Again, I have a customer who's I've gone through four or five iterations of upgrades and yeah, their support staff says this is what the requirements are before you upgrade. If you meet those upgrades, it's uh, yeah, you go through the process, it's flawless. Others, there are wrenches to the whole thing, and if you don't understand it beforehand, you're going to get yourself in trouble. A uh, Case in point, uh, just a few years ago, uh, actually when uh, uh, we had an accounting update with a customer, the server that was... Where the data was going to be housed could no longer be supported, so we had to get a new server for them in order to run the new software. Again, there's the ramifications. We had to do that beforehand, realizing the issue, uh, rather than being, you know, retroactive and responsive to to that issue. But um, you know, well, we we have we recommended. Many times, for example, where Microsoft has been a great example of an upgrade that sometimes causes issues after the upgrade, uh, where they uh, their operating system would suddenly break something. And c- case in point, uh, after I did an upgrade of one customer, their search box no longer works in Windows. You know, Explorer. They can't search for files. So. We have to go backtrack and figure out why that's happening. And that didn't happen before.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, but one of the things that I also wanted to get in here for the small business owner to think mm-hmm. about too, because we think about this periodically too, is as the IT professional working with a small business, you know, when do you want them to call you um, to handle things? Or when is it something they can handle on their own?
2: I love this question. Uh, this part of it is my personal feeling and so forth but i like to teach my customers um some things but first i you know once i get to know them and understand their their level of uh understanding computers and so forth uh i will teach them uh if they're willing to to learn it uh is how to do certain functions and so forth um and Usually, if it's just a couple clicks here and there, and it's usually a, a, a consistent issue, then I can teach them. I had a great one where uh, one customer I taught uh, the particular contact, and she was a very sharp individual, uh, how to shut down and restart servers when they were acting up. And, I, and she had a set of procedures that she needed to follow that were precise and always consistent. And she was able to do it flawlessly. I would suddenly see, you know, on, on our monitoring system that this one server went down and then all of a sudden just came back up. And I would check in with her. And she said, oh, yeah, because this and this happened. And I decided to reboot. I go, very good. So it's part of the teaching. And, but when a customer doesn't understand, sometimes it's less, it was just simple. I don't need to understand these things. I don't want to know. Um, just, you know, they'll just call when they don't understand something, they call us and we'll, we'll respond to it.
1: Right. Well, I, that's what I do to my staff too. And they start to ask me a question about something. I'm like, call <laughs> <You> know, because <laughs> he, he can answer it much faster than us trying to figure it out. And so that's why I'm thankful to have you as well.
2: Yeah, that's so it, it makes it easy to go forward.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think sometimes we just are afraid like, oh, we don't want to bother them. It's such a simple little thing, but it's probably Mm -hmm. just better in the long run. You'll get it taken care of much quicker and we'll be, you know, efficiently running instead of trying to figure it out on our own. Correct. So one other question I wanted to touch on too is virus protection and how often it should be run. And I think this will be our last question before we end up closing. But if you can answer that question to help us know what we should be doing to protect our computers.
2: Hey, in this day and age, um, there uh, there shouldn't be uh, much argument in the fact that if a hacker wants to get into your system, they're going to get into it. But that being said, you got you, you know an IT professional's job is to make it as hard as possible for them to do that, and and you you we hear it all over uh, the news, you know. These big corporations with, uh, you know, huge IT budgets and so forth, they got broken into. It's the like it's based on the complexity and so forth that's built into their their network. There's usually a vulnerability that pops up and it's it, they get in. But it's again the idea of making it very hard so only the very best will 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 try to be able to succeed to get in there and not the layperson. Mm-hmm. So right. That being said. You know, education is one of the number one things. I try to educate my customers, you know, when you see an email that doesn't make sense or it's trying to get you to respond immediately as like an emotional response, a response, you know, contact, you know, let us know. That way we, you know, we can figure out what the issue is.
1: Um, Basically just don't click on anything that you're not expecting and then if you think you did something wrong, run that virus protection and <laughs> make right. sure all, all is good. So, yeah, and, Well, and I the, know you had an offer you wanted to share as well so yeah. uh, let us know what that is and how listeners can connect with you. Okay,
2: well uh, we, what we typically will do is uh, if a new customer calls and needs to have our services and so forth and wants to know about what we can do, we can do a uh, free assessment, uh, top-down of their business uh, infrastructure, IT-wise, and it's a $1,500 value. We'll go through their systems, look at what they have and so forth, and uh, interview the principals involved in the company to gauge what their current uh, headaches are, what they're looking to do in the future, and kind of give them a technology road, roadmap. And that's done... For, you know, $1,500 normally, but we do it for free.
1: And so how would they find you, your website, phone number?
2: Yeah, uh, we have a website, www.kineticcg.com. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-C-C-G.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash cg uh, our office number is 310 356 4006. And uh, we also have an in, uh, email address, info at kineticcg.com. Also, uh, we also offer uh, for, for the show if uh, anybody calls in and needs uh, uh, some service for something that's gone wrong uh, and they, they recite Candy's Radio. Uh, we'll give them 10% off their hourly rate.
1: Thank you for doing that. So I'm so glad you joined me today, Eladio. Thank you for being my guest. I know this is great information for listeners to just, and I know we just kind of touched on there's so much with technology that we could have talked about, um, but, and thank you to the listeners for joining us today. I hope you found the topic interesting and that answered some questions about how technology, you know, is affected in your business and the support you might need. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Eladio at any of the links he shared, Or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. Next week's topic is how to overcome the fears and stigmas in selling. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is www.abandp.com. Com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on www.voiceamerica.com. Or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to BizHelp For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.